Hi, and welcome to the all-new podcast brought to you by Archdeve Podcasting, The Rise and Fall of Trump. My name is Barry, and today I'm here with Sam, Thomas, and Dave. Today we're going to be talking about Trump's rapid and wild rise to power and his mischief atop the throne before falling back down to where he began as quickly as he came. So, back at the beginning, do you remember what you were doing when he was elected? During the 2016 Donald Trump election shenanigans, there I was chilling in Australia, continents away from the unfolding hoopla. Thanks to the time difference, the news hit us right in the middle of our sunny daytime. As I went about my usual daily routine, suddenly my news feed turned into a real-life drama series. It was like watching a sitcom, where the plot twists were wilder than a kangaroo on a trampoline. Even though American politics felt about as close as another galaxy, the irony in this was how this outcome gave the media's confident predictions a run for their money. And boy, was it a marathon. So, do you remember much of the hype and the build-up to this big election? Well, the 2016 US election buzz reached even down under. The media painted the political showdown like a Hollywood blockbuster, and we were there for the popcorn. Friends turned into armchair pundits, analysing American politics with an Aussie twist. With time zones on our side, we woke up to headlines that felt like plot twists. Trump's victory turned our team into a spit take. The irony danced all that anticipation from across the Pacific. It taught us that even when watching from afar, the world loves a good plot twist. So coming over to you, Dave, how do you think the family was affected by his decisions after being elected? Because he does have a quite a strange family, doesn't yeah. he? Well, from all the way back in Australia, like Trump featured like characters in a sitcom, you know? Like Malia's eye rolls were next level, in my opinion. Like powered a wind farm or something, you know? Um, and Baron, he'd be Googling way to survive presidential drama 101. She'd be bossing Disamaria like a boss babe in a business deal, Don Jr. and Eric. Twitter was from the ultimate dad's approval. Tiffany kind of stayed low-key, avoiding the whole spectacle. Imagine their family gatherings, more political showdowns than you'll see in reality TV show reunion. What? Christmas gifts instead of the socks you're swamping trade deals though all this craziness their unintentional humour comes a secret source who knows where politics could come be this funny so that was more of the beginning of his family but in what way do you think his fans were affected after he was brutally voted out in presidency and they took to the streets how do you, how do you think that went oh well when Trump dipped in popularity salsa in 2020 his fans had to switch playlists, you know? Mega caps um, turned into plant cribs or alien antennas. Twitter toned down with the caps lock orchestra. Some went fully detective mode, the, like, where are they now shows. Um, Trump um, golf swings like it's secret code. And oh my god, the conspiracy plot locks. locks. Think Area 51 meets Bigfoot. Spice with um, Trump's stealthy reunion in the post-Trump game, they unlocked hobbies beyond politics. Who knows an exit could spark a hobby hubbub wild theories. It's like, bye Trump, hello quirky pastimes, you know? Yeah, well said. So, do any of you guys remember anything about Trump as president? Because he had a bit of a wild run and he seemed to always be in the news. So, what do you guys remember? Well, Trump, the prez with the hair, was boss in the White House, like a reality show. He'd tweet at 3am, prob- probably dreaming of emoji diplom- diplomacy. Advisors were like his squad, 
but instead of selfies, they sorted policies. And those press conferences, total pop quizzes with reporters in the hot seat. He'd make world leaders probably swap hair care secrets with Kim Jong-un. Oval Office must have been like a VIP hangout. Trump Tower's political edition. While we were stressing homework, he was mastering the art of executive order. Mic drop. So, in his big lead-up, can you remember one of the things that he promised to his undying fans? Trump strolled in with promises like a parade, but it's, but it's a comedy of empty candy wrappers. Walls turned into imaginary friend status. Healthcare waved from a distance. Tax cuts? My wallet's MIA. Swamp draining, more like critter-friendly marsh. Covfefe, still a linguistic puzzle. Art of the deal, more like art of the tease. It's like ordering a pizza, but instead getting a carrot stick. Bravo, Trump. You're a suspense master. So, bringing it back out, what do you think about the upcoming election? That's coming up only in a year, and it's been a few years of just quiet, quiet American politics. So how do you think this will go different to the previous two? Oh, the upcoming American election. The political Super Bowl with memes instead of touchdowns. Last time it was like reality TV with Trump, the surprise contestant. Now, cue the dramatic music. Predictions? More mixed up than salad bar. It's like a sequel with a new plot twist. Who's writing this anyway? Maybe the the debates will be virtual. Politicians wearing PJs. But hey, surprises of the trend. Who thought Kavifi would be a thing? Strap in for for a wild ride, folks. Strap in for a wild ride, folks. This election about is about as predictable as a weather forecast in space. So, as an Australian, do you think if Trump were re-elected, it could affect our lives? Because did, did he really last time? Like, what, what would this look like for us? Oh, mate, if Trump snagged another term, Aussie life might get as upside down as a kangaroo doing yoga. <laughs> Picture this, our Barbie's tax for imported flavour, Vegemite declared a national security threat, He'd want to buy the Sydney Opera House, call Trump um, Tower Down Under in Koalas. Maybe he would suggest them building a wall around themselves, being crappy would survive. Aussies adapt faster than you say shrimp on the barbie. So Trump, if you're listening out there, just remember, Aussies can handle anything, even uh, your presidential plot twist, mate. Thanks for listening. Make sure you're subscribed to this channel to hear other heaps of school stories. If you would like to hear more episodes from Mercedes College, you can check them out at our own podcast page. The link is in the show notes for this episode. This podcast was produced by Barry, Dave, Sam and Thomas for the Mercedes College in partnership with ArchD Radio and Podcasting. Thanks for listening. Make sure you're subscribed to this channel to hear heaps of other school life stories. Bye.